Hi, Teacher Mama. Welcome to episode 121. Today is a short and sweet episode talking about habit tracking. And if you're like me, trying to track habits for an entire month looks and feels super overwhelming. So the last thing we need as busy teachers and mamas is something making us feel more overwhelmed instead of focused and full of clarity and what we want for ourselves. So let's chat about a slightly different approach to habit tracking. Stay tuned. You uh, won't want to leave this episode. So there is a super tangible tip that you can start right away. So make sure to keep listening and make sure to listen all the way to the end on this one because I've used today's episode um, to create a freebie just for you. I've um, created like what I use every week. I put into um, a document that I am sharing with, with you. So if this episode today resonates and you think that this is something that would be really helpful for you, listen all the way to the end and I'll tell you how to get that. Um, and again, it's free. So it'll just be a free thing that I am sharing with you because it has helped me so much. And I want, I want you to feel that clarity as well. Hey, teacher mama, welcome to the teacher mama's podcast. Do you want to feel rested and have more focus in the classroom and at home? Do you find yourself up late at night searching for motivational quotes, ways to keep students' attention, or creative ways to relieve stress? Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals only to feel exhausted and inefficient when behaviors continue to show up in the classroom and you find yourself taking work home again? Hey, I'm Ashley. And I'm Roberta. We too felt exhausted and wished for less behaviors and more time to do the things we love outside of school. We wanted to live more energetic and balanced lives and keep work at work. But we kept telling ourselves we didn't have enough time or energy. Until we found some time and stress management strategies that worked for each of us. In this podcast, you're gonna find health, routines, and mindset tips so that you will feel energetic and not exhausted. So go grab your favorite drink, and a notebook and your favorite pen, because we're about to dive in. Hey y'all, Ashley and I are inviting you to book a planning period productivity coaching call with us. How fun is that? Planning period productivity. Three Ps. I mean, what could be more perfect, right? Planning period productivity coaching call with us. Um, So in as little as like 20, 25 minutes, Uh, will help you find a solution that you can start right away to help make your prep time work in a way that's just more efficient and works best for you. This is not cookie cutter. Um, We really listen to you and your needs. Sometimes it's really helpful to just have another ear listen to what you need and, and we can listen without bias and be like, oh, hey, here's this really obvious thing that's gonna help you, but it's so hard to see that when you're in the thick of it and you're stressed and you're overwhelmed. So go book that call with us, planning period, productivity coaching call, and um, we'll get started today, you know, in as little as 20, 25 minutes. So you can go to bit.ly forward slash planning period coaching. Again, that's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash planning period coaching. I don't know about you, but I can use just as many shortcuts as possible. Habits are 
they're part of our daily lives and whether we take our time to notice them or not, those they're there, right? And those of us that choose to track or make changes to our habits tend to use um, monthly trackers to document that progress. And I was no different. I would use monthly trackers that I found on Pinterest or create my own. And when I look back on those trackers, I was really good at remembering to use them and document my habits like in that first week or so of every month. And then it would get like more and more sporadic as the month went on. And what I've realized over the years is that I'm the type of person who really needs to-do lists. I need things written down. If I don't write a task down, I'm very likely to forget to do what needs to be done. I get really just caught up in everyday life and I'll completely forget. And I think we often think like, oh, if it's something truly important and meaningful to me, I'll just remember. Well, not really. Life gets busy and all of a sudden it's the end of the day. And quite frankly, I'm exhausted. And I, I know that you are too, teacher mama. And our brains tend to choose that moment to remind us of all the things we forgot or, or didn't have time to get done during the day. And the thing is, when we say that we don't have time, part of it is, okay, did we not have time or did we not, were we not intentional with our time? So my habit tracker, when I when I use it for the week, it also serves as a sort of to-do list. And it also helps me be really intentional. If this is what I want to do every day for this week, how am I fitting it into my day? Where am I fitting it into my day? And how can I be intentional? So um, I love this quote by James Clear from his book, Atomic Habits. Habits are mental shortcuts learned from experience. So our goal is, or at least my goal with habit trackers, right, are that I do the habit long enough that, and I track it long enough that it becomes second nature. I do not need to track it anymore because it has become a part of my natural schedule and I no longer need the reminder to do it because it's become habitual. So I love that that quote, habits are mental shortcuts learned from experience. I'm all about shortcuts, y'all, all about it. So I love this definition from psychologytoday.com. Uh, they said, habit formation is the process by which behaviors become automatic. Habits can form without a person intending to acquire them, but they can also be very deliberately cultivated or eliminated to better suit one's personal goals. So I love looking at this. Um, I've been working a lot on, on habits just really over the last couple of years. I've been um, fine tuning how I track my habits and, and researching habits and you know reading James Clear's book, Atomic Habits, looking at articles, reading other books on habit formation and um, I mean, really, that's what it boils down to, right? So much of our day is habit, whether it's for our benefit or, or not. And so when we're tracking our habits, it might be to eliminate a bad habit by replacing it with something uh, positive. Like I'm trying to eliminate caffeinated beverages by um, replacing it with some non-caffeinated tea. That's one of the examples there, right? So um 
I just, it's to better suit our personal goals. My habits that I track every week should not be the same that Ashley tracks. It shouldn't be the same that you track. It's all based on our personal goals so that we can lead lives that are more fulfilling and we can feel more at peace. We can feel less stressed and overwhelmed. We just feel more at ease in our bodies. And so habits really, they tend to lead towards that. So the problem though, again, that I've found is a month is just too much. A month is too much. I can think about exercising every day for a week. That doesn't feel overwhelming or maybe five days out of the week. But I get really overwhelmed when I think about exercising every day for an entire month or five days of the week for every month. Like just thinking about it in terms of a month, that's so overwhelming. And it's like, how am I going to get that done? Where am I going to fit it in? What kind of time frame do I have? Like I just, I start overanalyzing, right? And I get super overwhelmed. And I, I know that you can relate to that. Part of that is just like, that's the way my brain works though. So if what I've found through trial and error is my brain needs to think and focus on one week at a time regarding habits. And it might be that I have the same habits for the entire month, but I am just focusing on one week at a time. One week at a time. These are the things that I've written down that I'm going to focus on this week. And then next week, I have the ability to either say, yeah, I'm going to continue these same things, or I'm going to adapt and change based on how this week went. It's also an opportunity to schedule it in and be intentional about how it's going to fit into my life week to week. Because sometimes it is, my schedule isn't the same week to week. A lot of times it's very close, it's similar. Um, But, you know, for example, summer versus school year, um, that's very different. And so week to week, might be very different in the summer. Every week could be very, very different. Whereas during the school year, there's less variation from week to week, but it's still far easier for me to think one week at a time. It's just, it's far less, far less overwhelming. And it's just much easier to stay focused on our goals when it's in smaller chunks. And we can feel those wins faster. Like, oh, I made my goal this week. And so here's an example from my current life. So we're getting uh, back into the swing of the school year. It's September. And this is the first year in a while that I have also had to be out of the door at a specific time every day. Um, you know, I've, I've done work from home and I've needed to be ready for Zoom calls at a certain time. And that's one thing. But now I also need to factor in um, travel time because I'm going to be working out of the home for a few hours every day. And that's new. Um, I haven't had to do that in a few years. So I've made a weekly tracker to help me with that, to help me see what needs to be done and in what order. So I wrote it down in what order I would like to get it all done. That makes sense. Also why it's so helpful to have it weekly, because what I think is going to work, I already can tell you, I was um, practicing my routine in in the order that I thought was going to work. And I'm like, oh, that doesn't flow like I thought it was going to. So next week, it's going to be written down in a different order. And um, and I'll just be, be able to fine tune it. And I can do it much more like in real time rather than it's just it's too long to wait for the next month. And then sometimes when that happens, it's like, well, I'll just start again next month. And we fall off 
of what we're wanting to do for ourselves or we stop doing those habits because like I'll just start over again next month instead of now it's like okay I can fix it and next week I can fix the planner to the the excuse me the habit tracker to, to be more aligned with what feels um, natural and maybe what what stacks a little bit easier it just it also helps serve each week as a good reflection moment so I can look at that finished tracker see what days went well when it didn't go well and it'll help me like I said adapt um, how I approach my running routine next week and so um, the easiest way to do this and um, I I decided to to share my my habit tracker with you so you don't have to do this but if you're a DIYer the easiest way is to just open up a Google document and to create a graph, um, make it seven squares long or eight squares, right? Because we want one square to, to have the habit and then seven boxes Monday through Sunday or Sunday through Saturday, however you structure your week. And then what I really encourage is having a spot below the tracker where you can write any notes that you want to remember. Um, for example, there was a day last week I, I wrote in my notes, there was a specific day where it was just really, really hard for me to get out of bed in the morning to start my routine. And I wrote about, um, I just quick, quickly jotted like a couple of words about why that I thought that was. And that'll help me moving forward uh, when something like this happens again. That's a weekly habit tracker. And that's what I'm going to be sharing with you at the end of the episode. So stay tuned and I'll, I'll let you know how to get that at the end. The, the second option for habit tracking that I have found really helpful in the past, um, and actually I'm still kind of using it right now, so I'll, I'll get into that, but it's, it's an individual habit tracker. So it's a tracker for just like one habit. And this was something I loved doing when I was um, creating a bullet journal. I spent a lot of time each month and each week being really creative and it was a beautiful creative outlet for me and I would create these little boxes where it would be one habit per box and then I could kind of see that a little bit easier and be like oh okay well with um like braiding my daughter's hair before bed I think I've talked about that in the past on the podcast um I want to do that every night because she hates brushing her hair in the morning. It's a whole thing. So if we can braid her hair the night before, it makes it much easier in the morning. So I w- I had like a little box that said, you know, braid disease hair before bed. And I wouldn't want to break the chain. So it was very visual to have just the one habit, one box, like one square box with little check boxes Monday through Sunday. And then and then I didn't want to break the chain, right? So uh, that can be really awesome for visual learners if that's the way that your brain works. The way I'm tactfully using, I don't know what that word's like tricky for me today, but the way I'm using it um, right now in this season of my life, I'm not using a bullet journal right now. I, I created a tracker that tracks, well, let me start, let me start over. Okay, recently throughout my back. Again, I'm pretty sure if you've been following us around for a while, you know this. Um, It's a long story. I won't get into it here. But I have been going to physical therapy to learn how to um, make my back strong, keep it from happening again, try to avoid surgery. And um, that's completely possible. And I'm super highly motivated to strengthen those muscles to keep my back healthy. And 
when I stop and think for even just a second, I can remember so vividly how much pain I was in while my back was, was really struggling at that height of pain. I can just immediately, it's like, oh, yep, I remember that. I don't, yeah. Oof. So I'm super motivated to do everything I can to prevent that from happening again. But without a tracker, I really easily forget to do the exercises or maybe I forget to do all of them. And I really wanted to make sure that I do all of them because they've, they've stacked over time. You know, when I started physical therapy at the beginning of summer, there were two exercises. Well, now I think I'm up to like 13 and I don't have to do 13 every single day, but I do have to do all 13, maybe three or four times a week. Okay. So to track that, it has its own tracker. It has an individual habit tracker. Physical therapy is its own thing. And it's a spot where I can track what specific exercises I'm doing and I can check to make sure I've done them each at least three times every week. And so that has been um, a really super helpful tool uh, for me in my physical therapy journey. There are other ways um, to use something like that too. So not only now is physical therapy up exercises, like I have it listed on my morning routine tracker, like part of my morning routine is doing my physical therapy exercises. But then I, um, I printed my sheets back to back. So then I just flip over and on the other side, I have each of the exercises that I need to do, how many reps or sets or seconds I need to do that exercise for. And, um, and I wrote my goal. Uh, I have a spot to add my goal. So my goal is to do each exercise at least three times each week. Uh, my goal for my morning routine with my weekly habit tracker is that I do my complete morning routine three times. That's all I'm asking for right now is three times successfully doing it, um, doing everything in, you know, not necessarily in order because I'm still fine tuning that, but doing everything um, by the time we have to leave and just three times. So I hope this was super helpful for you. Um, like I said, I did share, I decided to share this tracker with you when you either type in the link or click on the link below. Um, it will ask you to put in your email. I'll send you an email that has the link in it. So the way I figured out how to do this then is that in that email, you click on it and then it'll open up Google Docs, it'll ask you to make a copy so that you aren't adjusting like the one that I've made and I use, but you'll then create like and have your very own copy that you can edit and make your own. And it's super simple, but that's what it, that's all it needs to be. That's all it needs to be is super simple. Yeah. So here we go, right? You're all waiting for the link. The link is bit.ly forward slash TTM simple tracker. Okay, so that's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash T-T-M simple tracker. So that T-T-M is just the teacher mama, but I had to shorten it, right? Otherwise, that would be a crazy long link. So bit.ly forward slash T-T-M simple tracker. All right, y'all. So either try out a weekly habit tracker or an individual habit tracker and let us know how it goes. Join us at our over in our Facebook group. Uh, we love talking about habits and all things time and stress management over there. You can join us um, in our Facebook group. It is a free community right now. Uh, you can join that at bit.ly 
forward slash time and stress management. And we would love to hear from you. We'd love to hear how this episode resonated with you and how you're going to use it in your life. So until next week, mama, we will see you in the Facebook group. Hey, teacher mama, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you take 30 seconds and leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It lights us up to know this podcast is helping you. Also, please share this with a friend who might need it today. Okay, time to go spend all that extra time we have with our families. No more stressing out over schoolwork that didn't get done before contract time. We'll meet you back here in a couple of days for another episode. Bye. Bye.